Hello, friends. I'm your host, Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. Here, I'll discuss the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. I want each episode to leave you feeling validated, empowered, and oh so radical. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. In this episode, I am chatting with Shanda. Hello, Shanda. How are you? Hello, I'm doing very well. Thanks. Yes, thank you for coming on. You have an interesting perspective story that I just love to hear about. And given, I don't know, there's been a shift, I feel, in the Radical Stepmoms community, and I'm getting more and more. I'm a bio mom and I'm a stepmom. So let's talk, let's like, break that down. So I love that you're here and that you're willing to share how you wear both hats. Let's roll right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. I'm a bio mom of three kids. My oldest is 22. He's a wildland firefighter. And my middle daughter is 18. She just left for college like a month ago. <laughs> and my youngest is uh, 16 and she's a junior in high school. And then I have a stepson that is 11. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I've been married to my husband for, we just had our second anniversary. We've been together for three years. And yeah, so I've only been a stepmom for a short while, but we've, we've dealt with a lot in that short amount of time. Yeah. So bio mom first. Yes. Right. Yep. So you've you've you're deep into the teens now adult, early adulthood. Notice the eye twitched. <laughs> yeah, eye twitching. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of moved into your new relationship with teens. How was that? My my oldest was, you know, he was a grown man, he it didn't matter too much to him. But my daughters, this was my third marriage. Okay. Um, my second one was very tumultuous, and I was lucky to get out of that unscathed. He was a narcissist and a liar and a drug addict and all kinds of stuff that he didn't tell me about. So they really had to deal with that with their him being their stepfather, and that was rough for them. So when I got out of that, they were happy to have my current husband, who is an absolute dream. He is an amazing person. He is very supportive and just was great to just step into that role. So my girls were great and there wasn't too much of a, any issue there. And surprisingly, them being both teenage girls and two years apart, they're, they're fantastic. They're amazing kids. So with Bye, mom. I, I think I, how I want to organize this, right, is like I want to hear from you first as the biological mom and inviting like the stepdad into your life, right? And having that and how you're navigating that. And I'd love to hear like what's been difficult for you and like what that has been like either for your kids and sharing custody, if you did with their dad, what, what has that been like? That, that is actually where my insight as a bio mom and a stepmom comes in. My current relationship, we, we, there are issues with my stepson's bio mom, 
But I mean, when you have two people that are trying to navigate raising a child together, you will always have issues. There, it just happens. But my issue with being a bio mom and, and kind of seeing that part of it was when my kids got a stepmom and I was the bio mom. And that was, that was wild. I mean, like, I think a lot of me being a stepmom and, and the stepmom community, we all have to really think about empathy. And we really have to put ourselves into this, the shoes of the other person. So when I was a bio mom, this woman came into my children's lives. I actually knew her. I knew her from, I worked with her years and years ago. And when she started dating my husband, my ex-husband, it was, it was great. You know, like, oh, great. I know her. She's okay. You know, no big deal. And then they started wanting to change custody and they wanted, and we already had a custody plan in place. And it was starting to like chip away at that. All right. Well, she's coming in like a bull in a China shop. She wants to change everything. She wants to take over. Were they asking for more custody? We shared 50-50. So my ex-husband and I have had 50-50 custody this entire time. One week on, one week off. Okay. For actually the first 18 months of our divorce, my kids lived in one house and we actually changed houses. Oh, you did like the bird nesting thing? Yes. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I it was did an not... episode about that last Oof. season. So if you don't know what bird nesting is, go go look for that episode. It's interesting. <laughs> Oh, it is interesting. We, yeah, we had a lot of rules about it. You know, there were no, you can't have significant others over at the house. Yeah. And we were really great. My ex-husband and I get along great um, until, until the stepmom. stepmom comes in and we <laughs> shake things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we shake things up. And you know what? I did it too when I came in as a stepmom. And uh, changed our relationship quite a bit. So we went from sitting next to each other at soccer games to I could not stand this woman. I could not stand her. She is very high conflict. And she does a lot of things that, like, we talk about bio moms doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Give me an example of a high conflict stepmom. Okay. Well, yeah, just give, like, give just an example. Yeah. Sure, you got it. <laughs> I've been sitting on this one. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, my daughter is uh, works at a movie theater. And so my 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 current husband and I were going to go see a movie. Well, my ex-husband and his wife happened to be there seeing the same movie. Oh, and so, awkward. Right. We're standing in line and my ex-husband comes up and just talks and we're us three are just having a great conversation. We get along very well. And I would get her popcorn and we'd go into the movie theater and I see her sitting there and I kind of give like a little casual wave. Now, keep in mind, we are not on friendly chit chat basis. Sure. But, but to pause there for a second, right? Like those interactions are so weird because it's like what you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? So if you don't give a little wave, then you're a uh, see you next Tuesday and she couldn't even, you know, but if you do give a little wave, it's, oh, you were not even, you know, so it's just like, you got to just pick your poison at that point. So you, you went with the wave, you went with the I wave, went with the wave uh -huh. which is totally out of my character because I would usually just ignore her. You give her the bird. And, uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I gave her a nice wave, all fingers, uh -huh. <laughs> not just the one. <laughs> and we went and sat down and watched her movie. Well, my daughter 
that following week came home and said, yeah, when you saw them at the movie theater, my stepmom goes, yeah, I saw your mom at the movie theater. I hope it ruined her day. Wow. Yeah. So that's what, <laughs> that wow. is what we're dealing with here. Yeah. It's like she wants to ruin my day. Her purpose yeah. in life is to ruin my day. And you know, let's break that down, right? Because even if you're a stepmom who feels that way, right? Then you don't say it, right? It's like, honey, that's an intrusive thought. And we keep these those inside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. just, and you don't, even if you were to say it out loud, you don't say it to your stepkid, you know? And so, yeah, that's, that's definitely, does she it's follow me? You know what? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. She when when my when they first got together, she would try to send me like little articles about what the stepmom wants the bio mom to know, kind of thing. And it's funny because she would send those, and then she followed none, none of, of them. Yeah, no. She yeah. would talk. She would talk bad about me to my kids. She's really kind of a hateful person. So yeah, and that's that. That's there's both sides, right? And I feel like what regardless of which which role you're playing in this blended dynamic whether you're the whether you're the bio mom or the bio dad or you're the whatever like we all have our shit that we bring into it but we're responsible for our shit and she's obviously you know got some stuff that she needs to work through so all right so that's one example of okay honey like that yeah, and that was just a few weeks ago i mean we have been, they, they have had a stepmom, her as a stepmom for years now, years. And she can't, she cannot act like a human. And that's where I think that empathy really needs to step in of like, you know what, maybe when we first started this ride, I could have been a little bit more empathetic and I need to own my shit 100%. And I need to own the things that I did when that relationship started 100%. And be able to go back and change that. Yeah. I mean, well, back to your point of she came in and shook things up, right? I think that that's a very normal thing to happen in blended life when the other, when, when, when your ex-partner moves on. But I don't think that that's discussed enough during like the divorce process, right? Because when you think about like the grief cycle and you think about the severing of relationships and stuff like you're not mourning the loss of your marriage while also trying to prepare yourself for when they move on right like you're not there yet you don't want to have to think about that and when you're across the courtroom and you're you know coming up with parenting plans and all this stuff you're not wanting to think about that then either but it is a very realistic, you know, probably going to happen type of thing. Yes. And so when it yes. does happen, I think that it's just like emotions are high and you are pretty much like just coming down off of, all right, this is getting like, like we're getting used to this. Like, okay, we finally found our norm. We have the parenting plan everything is fine. We got 50, 50, we're doing this thing. And then another person enters the chat. And I feel like that, that regardless, right. It's, it's going to cause waves and we're not going to feel prepared, but I mean, I've, 
talked to a couple of bio moms right now who are actively going through like divorce and I'm bringing this up to them. Like I am starting the conversation earlier. I know you don't want to have to think about this, but you might feel differently when another person comes into the picture. Yep. Yep. That is right. And I think that's where you're at, right? Where it's like, she's coming in and and making waves, but are those waves tear? Like my question to you, were those changes completely awful, terrible, or were they just different than what you were used to and what you were wanting at the time? Did you You just not want to change? It's about control. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is 100% about control. And it's the same with our current situation is that it's about control. And I, back when my kids got their stepmom, there's one thing that we all kind of need to really realize and marinate on is you have zero control of what goes on at that other house. You have no control. You have no say. All, all I could do for my kids when they would come home from their dad's house and say that, well, she makes her kids, her kids don't have to do chores and we have to do all the chores. And they come home saying that she got all of her kids, all these presents for Christmas and we got one. And there were a lot of uneven things. And as a mom, you automatically get bristled. Your mama bear comes out. And it's hard not to want to go for the jugular and say, what the hell are you doing to my kids? And you really need to step back and be supportive for your kids, you know, and say, you know, I have a bio mom too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two, two kids. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so she, there was a lot of unfairness from what my kids were coming from. Of course, I was not there. I can't, I can only judge what was happening based on the information sure, that I was yeah. given. Mm-hmm. And the information that I was given was that they were being, being treated very unfairly. And of course, I want to go over there and, and raise hell and protect my kids. And you really got to step back and support them and say, okay, well, I'm that that's really shitty. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that's happening to you. And I actually had to tell them I I cannot. I have no control mm-hmm. with what goes on over there. I can help you deal with it, but I can't help you fix it. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. I have no control. Zero. Yeah. So being the bio mom and you know, me being having been a stepmom and you know, I mean I'm a bio mom and stepmom, but I've never had to share my daughter, right? So that's a different dynamic. And I acknowledge that. And I have to tell you just to tangent for a second here, <laughs> I have to tell you that when I go on vacation, like I was in Chicago the past weekend and my husband was with our daughter and I had to have thoughts like that of, I can't control what he's doing. I hope he's brushing her hair. I hope he's, you know, and it's like, I, I think deeper into that and go, damn, sharing custody would be so hard. Yeah. Cause I, have certain thing. I know what she likes. I know what she wants, but I have to trust him as a dad. Right. And it's like, shit. so anyway, I, I don't have that perspective. Right. But going back to you being the bio mom first and the stepmom, do you feel comfortable like talking to your ex about the stepmom? Do you feel comfortable being like, Hey, so yeah, no, you're saying no. 
Because I mean, I've been the stepmom on the receiving end where bio mom is sending my husband messages and being like, you need to get your wife out of, you know, and it's oh, like, oh, I have, I have said things like that to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Not, not so. <laughs> Uh, there were much more foul language used and names called. Oh, God, I mean, if you could really go back and do things over, I would. I would not. Don't. Don't. Do that. So, for the stepmoms listening who have you know read messages like that, I'm. I hope you're feeling validated hearing you know that Shanda would go back and do things differently. But can you explain kind of where your head was at at that time? Oh, I was and like, pissed. I was losing control. I was losing control. These are my babies. These are my kids, my kids, his and mine. And who was this chick coming in here saying that, you know, she wants to change custody because it fits her schedule better. And <laughs> okay, yeah, and it's like, weird. excuse me. <laughs> no. Yeah. And that didn't happen by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I helped, I, I died on that hill and I, There are definitely things that I fought for that I feel validated that I should that I fought for correctly. There are things that I think that I could have kept my big stupid mouth shut. Okay. Well, what's <laughs> and one not of those things? Thing. Um, well, for holidays, we, my ex-husband and I, always fought about holidays. Always, there's always a custody s- struggle. Somebody wants this. Somebody wants that. There was always a custody struggle. So just stepping back and taking a look at what the big picture is. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks not having your kids on the holiday that you want them for. But as a whole, just relinquish a little bit of that control and let them have it. Sometimes you've got to let them win just to be able to show your kids that peace can be reached and not everything has to be a fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of a specific example. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time. But with holidays, were, were holidays not a part of your parenting plan? Was it not? Oh, they were. Oh, they were. Okay. But it was still a discussion. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Every year. That's when people, when people ask me like, what should I, you know, we're going back and talking about parenting plan. What should we make sure we have? And I'm Two, always, uh, minute to the minute for holidays and have it be alternating years. So it's fair. Have it be. So especially with like Christmas Eve and Christmas day, like don't make a transition. Oh, we do that. And it's, it's terrible. Like to really think about the logistics and what you're really going to do. Are you going to want to travel for the holiday? So then you can't because you have to meet her at 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve, like stupid shit like yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what we do. Like for Christmas, one of us will have them on Christmas Eve. One of them will have us on Christmas Day. Ugh. So and it, it was hard, but we we had different traditions for each day. So Christmas Eve is more special to me than Christmas Day. Our tradition in our family is we would go to candlelight service with my parents and then um, we would order Chinese food and we would have this big spread of Chinese food and, you know, open presents on that day as well. So and then every year, every year I would get a text message at like 5 p.m. When are the kids coming back? It's like, homie, we haven't even had dinner yet. What are you talking about? Like the same time as we do every year. What are you talking about? And so it would ha- it would be 
an argument or a struggle. And I always felt, I don't know if it's true, but I always felt that she was in the background prodding him along mm-hmm. of when are the kids going to get here? Are you going to ask when the kids are going to hear? She needs to bring them over, you know? And Which is true. We do that. We do that. We do. do. do, that. We do that. You do that. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. It's so hard because it's like, what really is underneath all that is all of us wanting to have control. And I feel like bits of resentment that come in. Right. And like, I, I've had to really check myself recently about finding things to be mad at. Like I've had to really ask myself, like, am I making this a bigger deal just because I hate her? Just because like she can't do anything right in my book. And when I realize that I'm doing that, I really have to pull back and be like, this really isn't that big of a deal. Like, so what if she put a banana in his lunchbox or (laughs) what if she did X, Y, and Z. But like, I've, I can relate. And then I think in my earlier years, I was going, you need to text her. She's not doing this. She can't be, you know, and it was because of my own loss of control and my own resentment of, I feel like this woman is dictating my life and that I can't enjoy my Christmas Eve right now because I'm waiting for the kids to come back or whatever she might've been feeling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I never put myself in, in that place. I, I didn't care. I didn't care. These were my kids. I didn't care how she felt about it. And I think that is a, where a lot of that empathy needs to come back in and think, you know what? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't sign up for this. We didn't sign up for all of this, all these extra tentacles of this shit octopus. Uh-huh. And Shit octopus. That's going to be my so- new sticker. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, and they get into everything. They're just like, yeah. and it, it's hard to really think about what that person is going through because I know that it was hard for me as a bio mom to hear my kids talk about this new person and for them to come home and, and say, oh, well, dad and did this and dad and her did this. And, and it's like, oof, ah. You know, yeah. well, dad wouldn't do that when we were married. Oh, so, yeah. and that sucks. That hurts and that stings. It it makes you feel inadequate of like, well, why wasn't I good enough when we were married? And now she's good enough to do that stuff for. Right. Yeah. That resentment really comes in and it's hard not to be resentful to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the healing. And that's exactly what I, I it's like. Everyone has those feelings, right? Because here you are thinking that. And then there's the stepmom on the other side going, she's the one that had babies with him. She's the one that, you know, has all this history with him. She gets all the firsts. Like, I'm insecure. Like, what is she like? Like, why, you know, and it's, they're both equally validating and equally important and and can be equally destructive to our own mental health. But each person is solely responsible for figuring that shit out on their own and trying to be better people. And, you know, we can have all the empathy for them. And so much of my empathy sounds like, oh, I hope she heals. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's my empathy. And <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to like, well, see, it, she's a bitch. <laughs> see it from her perspective. But yeah. I think that that's, you know, that's so valid. And, and, and being able to see bio mom's reaction or being able to see her responses to certain things and just being curious about where that might be coming from. 
right? And that she's, you know, in your examples, right? Like it wasn't that you were actively trying to destroy or be a, a bitch or like, you know, whatever. It was, you were hurting. You were hurting and you were you were trying to protect your kids on a certain level, right? And also I think what you were doing is what a lot of us make the mistake of either bio moms or bio dads is mixing up those two roles of you're responding per being the ex or you're responding being the parent. And those lines get super blurry because they really do. you are thinking my heart's hurting because this was my relationship for however long. And you're not thinking, oh, you know, he's a good dad and he deserves time with the kids too. It's, you know, why is he able to do all this stuff now? You know, and it's like, it's so hard to tease apart. It's so hard. It, it really is. It really is. It, it's definitely hard to separate those two things of feeling resentment to her where she she didn't have any hand in that whatsoever. But, um, and it's funny because I say things like that, like, oh, she didn't, resentment, da, da, da. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I hate her. Oh, <laughs> totally. Her. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't get me wrong. I don't like her. We're not friends. Both can be true. Both can be true. Right. But you, I yeah. can still... I can still learn to practice some empathy and I can learn to try to set that those things aside. I don't see that we will ever be on a friendship level just because she is not a person that I would choose to have as a friend. Mm -hmm. And again, that's another hard thing to really swallow is like, I wouldn't choose this person as a friend and there she is raising my children. And and her influences she over there. Quotes over raising my children. Just so yes, she more. did. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to recognize her as a parent. Oh, I. You know what? That's no, I don't. I don't. Do you want to be recognized as a parent in your own home to your stepkid? Yes and no. And I say that because I, with my experience with my kids, hoopla. I came in as a as a stepmom to really I came in treading very lightly. I tiptoed my way in and I I didn't go to school events unless he wanted me there. Like our first school event there was a choir concert and I said ask him if he would like me to be there and if he wants me there fantastic I will go and if he does not want me there and he feels uncomfortable I will stay home. And he felt uncomfortable. So I stayed home and I had no problem with that whatsoever. I want him to see me as an ally and somebody in his corner. I don't know that he will ever see me as a mom figure because he has one. And um, I don't want to tread over that if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I try to really kind of, in our home, my husband and I parent together. And my husband takes over any disciplinary things. I correct very rarely. And if there's anything that has to do with him, she texts my husband directly. He will then relay it to me. We will talk about it and make a decision. And then he will go back and text her. So I am not part of any communication. Mm -hmm. whatsoever i did communicate with her it was not very nice okay 
This was you communicating <laughs> and you weren't nice or she was communicating um, nothing nice or both? It was kind of both. And it was, and this is another little facet of that control thing that we all do. It's like having to meet the other person. Why is that such a huge oh, deal? Yeah. Why is that such a big deal? Okay. Why she do you meet, meet you? Yes. She wanted to meet me. She wanted to have a sit down and, and talk with me. And I'm like, mm, no, we don't need to do that. I know my husband knows where we are. Uh-huh. We don't, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. So we did meet at a birthday party. It was very chill, friendly, whatever. In and a public thought, place. So you couldn't throw down or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was very chill. And we were like, okay, that was over with. Well, it wasn't good enough. She wanted to like, actually sit down and like oh. have a round table about it. Okay. And, what did she want um, to talk about specifically? Did she have an agenda or? I kind of think she wanted to talk about how we were going to raise her son. Okay. Did you ever feel you needed to do that in your situation as bio mom? No. 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 Mm-mm. Well, I, but the different it, difference was is that I knew you my knew kids her prior. from prior. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, there were a couple times when we had, you know, sat in the same area together, but it was not, we never talked about how we were going to raise our children. Sure. And I guess I kind of figured that my ex-husband and I would be raising the kids. And I knew she was going to be there. I knew that she was going to have influence. And I never really felt like I had to hash that out with her. Yeah. So this coming at me of like, let's sit down and talk about how we're going to raise this kid together. Mm-hmm. was was foreign to me and I was like no 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 and and to me it felt like a a power play and again Mm. it goes back to that control of of her having control of what goes on in our home yes I wasn't okay with that and I I probably should have again kept my big stupid mouth shut and just said no thanks but I, I I let fire (laughs) from the little let a little more out yeah yeah, a very long email of why that would not be happening. It was very, you know, to the point and nice. It was just very, you know, no, there's uh-huh. a wall. Yeah. It was it was not well received. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it from both both perspectives. I've heard it from both the biomom perspective and a stepmom perspective. I either pro meeting for the first time and having a sit down or not interested. Right. And for different respectable reasons, right? Like from the biomom perspective, it's like, I want to know who is raising my kid. I want to sit down and meet this person. Another biomom perspective is I don't need to meet her. She's not a part of this situation. I'm not gonna, you know, I have my wall up. Then there's the stepmom perspective of I want to meet biomom because this is awkward. Why wouldn't she want to meet me? I'm raising her kid. And then there's the other perspective of, no, I don't need to meet her. I'm not going to be engaged in this. Maybe I'm not really wanting to identify as a stepmom right now. Like, And every single, ver- every single response is okay. Like, I don't think that a bio mom and stepmom have to meet in order to have like a successful, healthy relationship. So like, I don't think that it's right or wrong. And I think that what sucks is that there is this pressure 
or this expectation that it has to happen. And you have tension when, when, when one or the other is like, nah, bro, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I thought it was like, okay, we met, we talked, but I think she had in her mind a lot different expectations than I did on how this was going to go. And again, I, I'm coming into this stepmom thing being very passive and being very like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to support my husband. I'm here to support him as a father and help him out there. But I am not a huge active role in the everyday minutia of my stepson. Here at the house, yes. But school stuff, no. Um, and and dealing with her, no. If it if it affects us and affects our time together, then yes, I am involved. It, it, again, it, I I feel it goes back to control of like you kind of have to dig down onto into why you want to meet the other person because again, yeah, you have no control. You have no control over who your ex is with. You have no say, even if you, I mean, what happens if you meet this person and you're like, ugh, I do not like this person. Nothing, nothing's going to happen. Your ex is going to be like, I don't care what you have to say. And you're just making it worse. You're making a situation that can be benign, volatile. And by just voicing an opinion where it wasn't needed. I think a lot of stepmom issues can be dialed back to power and control and lack of empathy. Yeah. Yeah. And by a mom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I think that that's, um, you know, just like we need to change the idea that co-parenting is the only option. We need to change the idea that being friends and or having to meet for the first time or having some sort of like is the only option, right? Because it's like, Sometimes less is more, man. Sometimes less of a relationship is healthier for everyone. Sometimes less control and less energy going into trying to maintain some sort of illusion of control is healthier. And that goes for everyone. Um, And I think that like, again, we're all growing at different rates. We're all figuring shit out at different speeds and we're all in different levels and then sometimes it creates more drama, right? Like there's been times when my husband has been in like a really, really healthy place and puts a boundary up with bio mom. But boundary, but bio mom is in a place of needing more control and is freaking the fuck out. And so when she sees this boundary up, she lashes out and feels like she's, you know, losing even more control. And then that creates more conflict or, you know, bio mom might be in a healing season or might be in a, she's trying something new. So she's not reacting as much or she's quieter. And then that scares the shit out of us. (laughs) Right. It's like, what (laughs) is going on? What is happening? (laughs) She was really nice. What does that mean? And so, you know, it's just, it's so complicated and that shit octopus just grabs onto things and it does, you know, it's just, but I think what to your, to your point here and like your own experience of being the bio mom first and then going into the stepmom role, do you feel that your initial 
like presentation of, you know, I'm just going to do this a little slowly. Do you think that that was impacted by you first being a bio mom? And definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cause I felt like my, my kid's stepmom came in like a wrecking ball and I wanted to be a lot more thoughtful and approach it a lot more gently than that was instead of like, you know, I'm here, but I'm like right through the door and I'm not going anywhere. You know, none of that. I did not want that to happen. Sometimes our hands are forced and we kind of have to make that, that known, which sucks. That sucks that you have to say, well, I'm sorry that you don't like me, but I'm here and this, I'm going to be here. And I really, I really wanted to come into this stepmom role different than how I was treated when my kid's stepmom came in. And it's like, oh, you're old news. Bye. And just get out of the way. And so I, I was very thoughtful about her feelings. And I was very thoughtful about how I wanted to make sure that she knew that I was not trying to replace her. And that I was not trying to be her son's mom. Do you feel like that's I knew, what your kid's stepmom was trying to do? Replace yes, you? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> Which is Shitty. Probably not true. Yeah, oh. shitty. Yeah, yeah. it's probably yeah. not true. I mean, she probably was thinking, I don't want to be your kid's mom. They have a mom. But at that time, I was angry and I was resentful and I was scared and I was losing control of my kids and who, you know, my ex-husband and I had a, a good relationship until she came in to the picture. And then, you know, he would not speak to me when she was in the room. But the moment she turned her back, oh, he was over there chatting me up. So, (laughs) see, all of that, it's like some boundaries are should be expected, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you, because I always think of it as like you have to, the circle is small. Like, every, the, 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 the family is standing in a circle. And then when a new partner walk comes in, you, you gotta grow. You gotta like step out step back and allow that new person to step in. And I feel like that that's what step parents are waiting for. in a lot of cases is like, can you please move over? So I can just, I'm not trying to take your, I'm not pulling you out of the fucking circle so I can right. take your I'm trying to make the circle bigger. I'm trying to make the circle bigger, but I feel like, you know, the way in which we go about it can feel aggressive um, and we're going in vulnerable or we're going in overcompensating, right? Like having too much confidence because we're feeling a type of way. And it's just interesting in that, like hearing you say she may have not felt that way of wanting to like take over and, and be the mom, but that's still what you felt. And I'm wondering, like as stepmoms, like is there a way, because I've, I've talked to stepmoms who've verbally said to buy a mom, like, I'm not trying to take your place, but it still doesn't do anything. So it's like, was there anything that she could have done to lessen that for you? And would it have mattered? I'm, I'm trying to think back to like the catalyst of when everything changed. I think it really felt like she was taking over it, it, and it's so stupid. I mean, there's, there's stupid little things. Like we, my ex-husband and I had rules of when we meet somebody, it needs to, we need to have this period before they are actually 
introduced to the kids. Mm-hmm. And that was disregarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it often is, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, it often is. And it was, it's stupid. It's stupid. Did you follow it when you met your current husband? Which which time? <laughs> sure, yeah, both. The yeah. ex and your current. Yeah. Um, my current husband, my kids were older. And so it didn't really... Different. Yeah, it was a little different. They were... Um, yeah, they were older, so it didn't matter too much. But when they were younger and I had met my second husband, I did well because it was stupid. But when my husband did it, it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And that's the double standard we talked <laughs> about, exactly, girlfriend. Exactly, which is so, <laughs> it is so dumb. It is so dumb. And I know it was dumb. I know it was dumb when I was mad about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's some awareness. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that awareness is happening while that stuff is coming out of my mouth. It's like, shut up, woman, shut up, shut yeah. up. And, oh no, pot kettle black. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think yep. it's super common. And I think that's what's frustrating is that double standard, right? And it's and it comes back into that power thing. And you know, bio moms have a lot of power, and you have a lot of power in your dynamic. And I think that that's kind of what drives that uh, mentality of, well, do as I say, not as I do. You know, I'm the one that knows what's best for my kids. So I'm in control of the situation. I know when they can meet their, my new partner and I know when it's safe, but I don't know about your situation. So I'm going to try and dictate that. Yeah. It's that, it's that power thing. I mean, my mom did the same thing with us where, you know, my husband was like, Hey, you know, you know, I've met someone, she's going to be introduced to our son soon. She, you know, give her all this information about me to try and like help that out. But really I think it backfired because she, you know, gave her more information to use against me, but you know, and, and what then, is the right answer to right. that? You know what I mean? Like, what is the right answer? I don't think there is one. Yeah, I really don't. And that sucks. It sucks. You, no matter how hard you try, you're always wrong. We're always wrong. Yeah. Uh huh. And that's like going, going back to how I have to like check myself and think I hate her guts. She can't do anything right. She also thinks that, right? She's like, I hate her guts. I, even if she's really good to my kid. Oh, oh she, yeah. Why is she doing good that? My good, good to my yeah. kid. She's trying to replace me. It's like, no. exactly. It's like, no, I don't, don't want to replace you. Yeah. 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 And, I I often think like if I would have approached the relationship with my kid's stepmom a little differently and um, I was in a better place, then maybe things would be different now. I don't know because I'm real good at smelling a rat. Ooh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know if I could, I think I could be friendly with her. But it has gone so far and it has gotten so nasty that I can barely stand to be in her presence. There would have to be a lot of healing. Yes, there would have to be a lot of healing. And I hope that I can get there. But that self-awareness comes in, you know, like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to try. And then I see her face and I'm like, like you said earlier, right? Like it's not someone you would choose to be friends with. And whether you're the bio mom and you're saying that about the stepmom or you're the stepmom saying that about the bio mom, that's what it's really, it's really hard to come to that because here we are spending this time, you know, trying to create better lives for ourselves. 
And then we have this person that we can't get rid of. And again, bio mom or stepmom, we have to deal with it all for the sake of trying to raise children. Um, and whether or not you acknowledge that role of the other person, like it's, it's there regardless. Like that's the thing that I think frustrates me most, at least in my situation where I'm like, you can try and disregard me all you want. You can try and omit me from paperwork. You can try and keep me out of discussions. You can try, but I, he's in my house 50% of the time. He's asking me to, to, to hang out with him and play video games with him he thanks me for me. Like I'm mom in our house. And regardless of whether you're trying to avoid that reality, it happens regardless of your acceptance of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a hard pill for a bio mom to swallow. It really is of like, let me ask this. Stepmom to bio mom. (laughs) All right. Let me ask this. You realize you're mom, right? Like you are mom and that you have a role and a special place in their lives and in their hearts that no other person is going to be able to hit. No one. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't realize that until I became a stepmom. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Because, yeah, because I could see, I could step back and see, okay, this is what my role is now. And... I, because my stepson, you know, how do, how do I put this? Kids see their moms as queen. Like they are this magical entity that is just perfect and amazing and wonderful. They don't see their dads like that. They have a different vision of their dads, which sucks because my, my husband is a phenomenal father, phenomenal. And I am so lucky that he is in my kids' lives because they he, they now have two great dads, which is funny is because we can say that. I can say that. You can say that. Yeah. But, but when it comes to moms, uh-huh. it's a different, it's a different animal. And I actually, and my husband and I were talking about this the other day of how stepmoms and stepdads are regarded differently. Totally. Yeah. And, moms and, and, and moms and yes. dads. And moms and dads. Yeah. A dad, a, a dad or a man can come into a kid's life as a stepdad and they're applauded for it. And a stepmom can come in and do the same thing and we're villainized for it. Mm-hmm. And we do the same things. It's just it, it it's frustrating. And my my husband and I were talking about that of how stepdads can come in and do the same thing. Exactly. And they're they're applauded for it. And we see our our children see us moms as this being that is never wrong that they can't do anything wrong so when i when my came into my stepson's life i saw that i saw that and i don't see that from my kids because it's it's just normal you know they they love me as mom but this kid came into my life and he didn't love me as mom and so it it really opened my eyes to myself on like i'm mom and i I will always be their mom, no matter what happens. I I am the one that will be there for them. And it sucks that it took that long for me to actually get there. And I I wish that there was some kind of epiphany that we all moms could just have and know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's great that if, if you can. Yeah. See, I knew that going in because right like I had my daughter after I knew that going into it because I saw it in my stepson all the time and that was where so much of my heartache 
was where I was like, no matter what I do, no matter how much I give, I always have this feeling of he would prefer to be with his mom than me. And I'm always going to be third. And then it became, as time went on, like my my stepson prefers me <laughs> in our house. And that I'm number one mom in our house. But once we leave the home and we're like in an event with his mom, right? Like he wants to be with his mom. Like, and that's that I think what is what drove me crazy and what I wanted to explain to his mother is like, what's your problem? Like he loves you. Like I just wanted to almost shake her and give her a pep talk of like, (laughs) what's wrong? Like, why are you being so insecure? He adores you. You have nothing to worry about. Like I'm chopped liver compared to you. You're the best thing on earth. And I hate her guts. And so it would like even bug me that I would want to like make her feel better. But it was also like, be confident because I'm not trying to do anything. You're creating this issue and it's not an issue because no matter what you're his mom. And it wasn't until I had my daughter, which unfortunately I, I was validated in all those feelings of this is exactly what I was talking about, right? Like this, the feeling that she has with me is something I'll never have from my stepson. And then it's that's a whole other episode I'm sure I've done before, but we'll do again of just those different dynamics of bio and and ours baby or bio and step kid. But it's yeah, I want bio moms to understand that, and I think that that is such the missing piece in in being able to bring step moms and bio moms together. Of no, legit, I can't replace you. I'm not delusional. I don't think that I can. <laughs> Right. Be confident in who you are as a mom. I think a lot of it comes with, you, I mean, you can speak those words all you want to, but in actions. And so you were being told that I don't want to, I don't want to replace you. I don't want to take over. But then we're seeing all these things where it could be construed as taking over, although it's not because we're caring for you. There's not one designated person that cares for a child. Like we can all care for a child and that doesn't, that doesn't negate a mom at all. But it's those those actions that we take so offensive and it's and it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's really ridiculous on how how we get so offended about our children being cared for. It always makes me question like, you know, me again, stepmom, you again, bio mom. Would you prefer me not to feed your kid when they come to me? right? Would you prefer they're crying, they need a band-aid, And I'm like, no, 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 go to your dad. I'm not going to carry you and soothe your tears. Or, oh, you need to go be taken and get some new shoes or you need whatever. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. You're going to need to wait for your dad to do that. Right? Like when you're just fulfilling a kid's needs or you're being there for them when they, you know, are needing something, you know, it's just, like, what are the expectations of the stepmom in the bio mom's head? Do you want me to just sit on the couch doing nothing? Because I also think that I would be ridiculed for that. Would, right? for sure. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And is it you need, I need to ask permission to do those things? Oh, yeah. See, you don't want that either. Like, I don't want to ask permission. No, I don't want to ask permission. No, no, no. Yeah. I will not ask permission. <laughs> 
I think too, you know, there's a lot of going back to you, you had said something, um, you know, about like just those feelings of, you know, why couldn't he do that when he was me or stuff like that? I think there's also those thoughts that bio moms have of, well, and it's something that our bio mom says a lot is like, well, it's the dad that should be doing this. He needs to be spending more time with his dad. And she's trying to like facilitate and control the dad son relationship and think that like, well, he doesn't need to be doing that with Chris because his dad should be doing that. His dad should be one taking him to get new shoes. And it's like, okay, but in our home, we're mom, dad, and kids. And if this were a nuclear family, it wouldn't be questioned at all that mom is the one that goes out and gets the kids new shoes. Right. It wouldn't right. matter who does it. Right? It wouldn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But there's the expectation that maybe the bio mom has, and she's trying to control how much, you know, I participate in my home. Thoughts on that? Yeah. I, I can <laughs> see, yeah. <laughs> I can see that my kid's stepmom would take them to go get haircuts. Okay. And you didn't I, like that. I, you know what? It, it, it felt intrusive and it felt intrusive because it was a tradition that I had with my kids. A tradition of going and getting a haircut? Yes. A and tradition I would always... or like your hair needs, your hair has grown too much and it needs right. to be cut off. But I guess in, I would always do it. You know, it was just okay. something that we all did together. And okay. so it felt intrusive. And given it's another one of those little things that it now she does it, she makes them a hair appointments and I don't care. I don't care that they want that. They prefer that that person that she goes to. Great. You know, no big deal. But there's always those weird little power struggles. Yeah. Of, and that's essentially what it comes down to is a power struggle. A power struggle. And we can't admit that there's the presence of emotional meaning behind it. Right. You're yes. using the word tradition. Mm-hmm. which I see tradition as like, oh, every Halloween we go and eat Mexican food before we go right. trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Well, haircuts, there, haircuts are there like... There are things she did there too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like haircuts, because haircuts are a huge thing. Don't get me wrong. Every time I fucking post about my stepson's hair, because Bio Mom thinks that she can cut hair herself when really she's just being thrifty <laughs> and trying not to spend right. money. And mm-hmm. so we've told her, don't do that anymore. If you're not going to pay for it, we'll just take him. But haircuts are always a thing. And I always get messages. Why are haircuts a thing? Bio Mom always gets mad. They are they a thing. Well, you're just talking about it, right? Because yes. there's some emotional attachment to, well, I'm the one that's always done this. And now someone else is doing it and it's not their dad. It's another woman. And that feels threatening. It does completely. And that is completely true. It feels threatening. And back on the tradition thing of like, there were traditions that my kids and I did together at Christmas. We would go look at Christmas lights together. We'd go to Starbucks and then we would drive around, sing Christmas carols and look at Christmas lights. And we'd get super silly. And it was a great time. Well, when she came into the picture, she started doing that with my kids and she would always try to do it before mm. I took them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it That's, felt yeah. to me like it was, she was doing it on purpose of like, you know, you it was co- like a high conflict thing. Yeah. It's like she was trying to elicit a response for me. Yeah. She was trying to take something away from you. It's It, it sounds intentional. 
whether or not it was or mm-hmm. was not, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that that's the thing is if when you don't respect someone, you're always going to go to the worst case scenario of them being malicious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sad because if the relationship was different and there was mutual respect, perhaps there would be a conversation. Hey, I know that the Christmas lights are kind of your thing. When were you planning on going and doing that? We also want to go do that in this area. Like what, you know, and have it be more of a, of a conversation. Yes. That requires respect and empathy and giving a shit. And when you don't have those things, it's pretty much like, eh, fuck you. I'm just going to, you know, take this away from you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I can say like with the traditions and stuff, it can get super complicated because, you know, I look back and think I wasn't trying to overstep and I wasn't trying to take something away from Biomom. I was trying to figure out my own role and I was trying to establish my own traditions in my home. I was trying to create memories with my family and I was like trying to do things that I would do with my kid, right? Like we're taught or told, you know, treat them like you're your own. And then when I do, it's no, 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 not like that. Because remember, he's mine, right? (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, if he were mine, I would want to go take him school shopping and buy him a new backpack and do those things that my mom and I used to do. And that was really fun for me as a kid. So I want to do that with him and create these memories. And then I get a mean email going, what the fuck? Why does she think that she can do that? I'm the one that will take him to do that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I wasn't trying to overstep. I was trying to figure out how I can be, you know, involved in and create, you know, my own traditions with my new family. Right. And it's it again, my intentions, but could I have asked her ahead of time? Hey, do you mind if, but then I don't want to have to ask permission about every little fucking thing that I do. So yeah, yeah, then ah! that's hard. I know that's hard. <laughs> and it's, it's like you think about it. And like, if, if you had that relationship with her, could you do the same thing of like, okay, well, you know, do you want to have him pick out the backpack with you? And then he can pick out school supplies with me. And, yep. you know, like, how can we switch that up? A little oddly bit, enough, you know? oddly enough, what is it like eight years later? Yeah, not yeah. Seven, eight years later, I did send her email earlier before school started. And I said, Hey, so he needs a new backpack. And you know, she she took him and got him a new backpack. She didn't want me to do it, but I was like, you know, ah. that's freaking fine. I don't care. So, but it was still, I feel like growth on my part of like, I'm not trying to cause shit and I'm just growing. <laughs> from what I really cared about years ago. I don't really care about a lot of that stuff anymore. I've moved on to bigger, better things, things that keep me up at night still, but <laughs> it's not backpacks. <laughs> yep. I think, I think I can say the same thing about from when my kids got a stepmom, the things that I care about now are nowhere in line with what they were then. And I think that I have definitely grown in that in that area as well. Um, but there are still some, I mean, shit, I waved at her and she was hoped that it ruined my day. And that's <laughs> what it's like, girlfriend, it didn't ruin my day. Like, uh, but it's, it's, you know, I, as stepmoms, we have those thoughts too, because right now, like when I have those thoughts, I know that I'm protecting myself. 
because I know she's impacted my day and I hope that I've equally impacted her day. Right. And that's that petty Betty stuff. And I acknowledge that I acknowledge when I'm being petty or, you know, hoping that, but at the same time, it's like, Oh girl, you need to reflect and you need to like work on that. Cause why was that button pushed? And so you know, it's unfortunate that that's one, what she thinks and two, what she says to your kids. That's really shitty because that's something that then they then carry. That's not okay. But I will say good job waving, right? Like, cause and it was all fingers. <laughs> it was all the fingers. And if you didn't, like I said, if you didn't wave, there would have been shit. So yeah. she chose mm-hmm. which one she wanted to be mad at. And that's, that's up to her. Honestly, it it just shows who she is. It shows who she is as, as a core person. You know, I, I gave a wave and it was a few months after my daughter's graduation where we were in the same area, the same space together. And she thanked me for doing all the stuff at the, at the graduation, you know, and it was like, you know, she's telling me, thank you. Oh, no, no, no. And it's like the sticky sweet, like I can see what you're doing lady uh-huh. and yeah, it was hard to it was really hard to just be like oh great yeah huh you're very welcome and move on so I, I had hoped that that little interaction would have made it to where we could be more friendly and so I took that was the that was the next time I saw her and so I gave a little wave like oh remember we we were nice to each other a couple weeks ago so can be nice to each other again and apparently no I want to, we need to wrap up a little bit, but I want to point out that particular dynamic because I think that that comes up a lot and it leads to a lot of like disappointment later on and what I encourage stepmoms to do, right? So like the whole idea that if you have a good interaction, that it's going to build upon and build upon and create something different and you get hopeful, like, Ooh, we could be turning a point here. Ooh, this might be, this might be different. And I have to tell stepmoms over and over again, that's great celebrate the win, but see it as an isolated event. Do not celebrate <laughs> yeah. anything and expect it to be a pattern because patterns, it, unless she proves consistency, do not start putting up the congratulations banner. You've, you've achieved co-parenting, right? Because it's, it's, I found over and over again that I would go down that, that idea of, Oh, she was really nice. Like, Oh, I think she's, Oh, she thanked me for that. Or, Oh, she acknowledged me here. And she included me in this text message. And, and then every time it was like, she'd throw me right back into the corner and be like, Nope, that's where you stay. And then I would be like defeated. Every good interaction is just that (laughs) it's a good interaction. It's that isolated event see it for what it is and feel good in the moment. And then you just got to stay consistent. That's my biggest, whether you're a bio mom or a stepmom, like just stay consistent, not in the crazy spectrum, <laughs> not yeah, in the overly yourself. nice, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. like check find that happy medium and stay there. And in hopes that maybe there will be long-term change, but I think reflecting on how you are contributing to the high conflict as yourself and being very introspective is key as well. Like take 100% responsibility for your part in that conflict because you cannot have conflict without two people. And that 
that part of it is like, well, what am I doing to facilitate this? What am I doing to make this better? What am I doing to make this worse? Not saying you got to be buddies, not saying that you got to wave. Yeah. Or roll over and just take it or yeah. 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 And just exercising a little empathy and maybe looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah. I love this conversation. So I hope that if you're a bio mom listening, you've taken something away from it. And if you're a stepmom listening, you've taken something away from it. I'm working with both a lot more now, which I really, really love because I feel like we need to have more people at the table when we're having these discussions, right? It's like, we can't be the ones as stepmoms, like doing all the reading and, and listening to all the podcasts and all that, you know, taking the, get, doing the sessions and stuff like that and not having the people in our lives also taking in that information. So if you're a bio mom listening, I applaud you <laughs> for, <laughs> you know, like learning a little bit about the STEM on perspective and maybe taking into account your own inner thoughts and habits. Stepmoms, obviously, you know, we can be high conflict for sure. And I will call a girl out if I see it. Don't get me wrong because I mean, right. obviously I'm a huge stepmom advocate, but we can be in the wrong a hundred percent. We can contribute to the, to the drama and I, I, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> yeah. Shanda, any last words before we, before we part? Thank you so much for, for sharing your story and your wisdom in both your roles. Thank you for having me. Um, I think maybe just remember that we are all headed toward the same result. We are trying to raise adequate, amazing humans. And that's our end result. And we could just align ourselves a little bit better and look at ourselves before we start hacking at the other person. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. All right. As always, be well and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or schedule a one-on-one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.